0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your
1: life. We're still in this series on faith and prayer, and I want to begin this evening by rehearsing three verses that we have looked at the couple of last Sunday mornings. Let's start off in Ephesians 121. Paul tells us that Christ has been seated far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. So that's Christ past tense has been. Ephesians 2 verses 4 to 6 but because of his great love for us God who is rich in mercy made us alive past tense in Christ even when we were dead in transgressions it is by grace you have been saved past tense and God raised us up past tense with Christ and seated us with him past tense that is with the father in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Colossians 3 1 Since then you have been raised with, past tense, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And we left off last Wednesday evening in 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Him. Say it out loud, He has made us His sons, He has has given us His name, He has given given us His Holy Spirit he's restored unto us all that Adam lost and more we are Satan's rulers we are masters of demons and every law that sin brought into being we are winners and victors in Christ more than conquerors so I'm kind of reluctant to say this but this is what I feel like I'm supposed to say tonight you need to start down this road I mean, how are you going to gain any confidence if you never speak to anything? You know, because faith grows. I can hear Kenneth Hagin in one of my cars. Faith grows as we exercise it. But see, if you never venture to speak to something... uh, you know, Austin and Jessica did this with Michaela. Uh, taught her how to speak to a stubborn wart. Confessed it off her body. One, one morning they looked and it was gone. Well, don't you think that Mark's a child? Amen. Amen. And so, but, but how are we ever going to know? How are we ever going to grow? How are we ever going to have confidence if we don't start down the road? Amen. Now, don't start with a billion dollars. Amen. Because, you know, everything in God's kingdom operates as a seed. Amen. Say it out loud. Everything, everything. In, God's in God's kingdom operates as a seed. As a seed. And so, uh, start. Amen. Amen. So, we are masters in His name with His ability. Say it out loud. We are masters in His name we are in his with, his ability. Ability. with His ability. See, I believe this. I believe that for 2,000 years, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ should have operated at the book of Acts level. That's what I believe. And unfortunately, as we have seen in Washington, they organize stuff and then they kill it. And so the church got organized. The councils, then the Roman Catholic Church, and then they—I dealt with that uh, two Wednesdays ago. They hid the word from the people because they translated the Bible from the Greek and the Hebrew and the Latin. That was the Latin Vulgate, and the services were in Latin. So the people—they—they hid the word of God from the people. And the power is in the word. Say it out loud. The power is in the word. and that's what led to the Dark Ages, and, and what led to uh, the end of the Dark Ages? Well, uh, Tyndall and others began translating the Bible from the Hebrew and the Greek into English and other common modern languages, and of course they were burned at the stake and persecuted by the same Roman Catholic Church, but then the thing that just blew the lid off it was the invention of the Gutenberg Press, and then they could print Bibles by the hundreds. Then it was, then then the, the, the dark ages. So so in 2020, 2021, twenty-one, what is the suppression of information about? To lead to lead to lead people back into darkness. Amen. 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 Somebody says something that they don't like. I mean, and, and so it's not just about the Bible. Because we saw last year if even an MD uh, was talking about hydroxychloroquine or the other drug, I I don't even know how to pronounce it, Uh, you're our end. (laughs) it starts with an I. But it's one of the early treatment drugs. Uh, They were banning MDs. They were pulling stuff down from YouTube. I mean, it's all about keeping people in the dark. Why would you want to keep people in the dark about something that maybe? If somebody was sick, I don't know about you. It's like it's like in the rare times I've been sick, you know. And Sue says, "Drink this, you know, organic voodoo juice." You know, I'll try anything. You know, I'll try anything. Is anybody like that but me? Am I the only odd duck in the room? You know, uh, I'm drinking pineapple juice right now because of you know years ago I had a little congestion. And she said pineapple juice. And so sometimes in certain hotels I get a little congestion going. And so here I'm still doing it. See? I'm obeying my wife.
0: Amen. Hey darling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So why why would you pull down stuff that could somebody could help somebody? That's right. Why why would you pull down stuff that could help somebody? Right. It, control? but they want people to be ignorant yes. see it's like and I'm not picking on the Roman Catholic Church this is just history but it, during those dark ages because they kept the Bible from the people and the services were in Latin all the people knew is what the priest told them right. and so in 2021 we got a whole group of people and all they know is what MSNBC tells them You know, all of their 233 viewers. And and all they know is what CNN tells them. And then to make it worse, 10, 15, 20 years ago, somebody, some dumb cluck of a preacher somewhere decided that to make churches cool, you kept the Bible out of your sermons. So what do we have there? More darkness. Because my opinion, my theory, my idea doesn't mean nothing. The power, say it again, the power, the power is in the word of God. Is in the word of God. Amen. Amen. So we are masters in his name with his ability. So my point is, I believe that the will of God was that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ operate at the book of Acts level all these 2,000 years. But Christianity got organized and sanitized and uh, metastasized. and You know what I'm saying? And then we had the revivals. There was the Holy Ghost revival in Topeka, Kansas. There was the Holy Ghost revival in Azusa Street in Los Angeles. And so there was a, a, a wave of, of awakening and quickening. But again, what's happened? Well, it got organized and it got you know metastasized, and this, the, this is the seed of Adam in everything, and so what we need, right, what we need is uh, another great awakening in these United States, but how are we going to have another great awakening in these United States if the people of God, at least some of them, don't wake up and realize that there's no difference In the God of the book of Acts and the God of 2021, there's no difference in the word of God, in the book of Acts and the word of God in 2021. There's no difference in the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts and the Holy Spirit in 2021. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: And there's no difference in the new creation in Christ in the book of Acts in 2021. There's no difference whatsoever. There's none. So I I can do what he planned for the church to do. Say it out loud. I can do do what he planned planned for the church to do, for for I am am. what he says I am. Say it again. I can do what he planned 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 for the church to do, do, because I am am what he says I am. am. Amen. 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 So we've taught you in the Holy Week Revivals that spiritual things are as real, actually more real than material things. Spiritual forces are stronger than mental forces. Spiritual forces govern disease. Spiritual forces govern natural laws. We know that whether it was sin, or sin whether it was Satan or nature, it wasn't God that caused the wind on the Sea of Galilee, but Jesus spoke to the wind and caused it to be still. Amen. The believer in his contact with material, spiritual, and mental forces can operate as Jesus did in his earth walk, and that is as a master. Now, you have to understand, I'm learning and growing, and I'm praying, and I'm studying. I'm not like a lot of guys. You know, I know more than I did a year ago. I know more than I did five years ago. So uh, I'm not stagnant. It has gotten so bad in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Austin was telling me now there are companies that these sissy, weasley, no good preachers hire And they say, I want to do a sermon on this. And then a company does the sermon with the the script. Well, there's no scriptures, but you know, illustrations, a joke, uh, whatever. They're not even writing their own sermons anymore. I asked Austin at lunch, how did I make it 48 years with nobody writing my stuff for me? (laughs) The believer is a new creation created by God himself. The new creation in Christ has God's nature, God's life, God's wisdom, God's love, God's grace, God's mercy, God's power. You know, when Peter and John went to the gate called beautiful and there was that crippled man, it it wasn't Peter and John that had mercy. It was God in them that had mercy. It wasn't Peter and John healed that man. It was God in them that healed that man but the problem is if we don't know who we are we we won't let god out jesus is made under the new creation wisdom god is his strength the holy spirit is his ability the new creation has the love nature of god so that he does not and cannot act like common men just can't do it Love makes the new creation like Jesus. See, that's the way we should be operating. And look, I know, I know that, well, I know the reason for it. Here's what I was going to say. I know that we are too heavily occupied in what are we going to eat and what are we going to wear and how are we going to make this payment. But that's all because we haven't mastered the principles of faith in Matthew 6 we have hit some new crazy level at Faith Christian Center and I want you to come and join Amen. with us Amen. I mean in the month of June Austin and I and Sue were, weren't even here half the month and this church took in so much money they paid every remodeling bill in real time they took the bills that were, that were in hand but weren't due until July and paid them Amen. And we still ended the month in the black. Amen. Amen. I mean, it's just, and I told the Lord, I, I don't mean to be impolite, but I said, you know, I think you're just showing out now. Yeah. <laughs> but just keep it up. Hey, tell the Lord, keep it up. Keep it up. Amen. Amen. But see, what God, this is your house. Amen. This is the Wednesday night crowd. Amen. This is your house. Amen. So, what God is doing in the house, God wants to do in your house. Amen can you believe that receive that amen Amen. Amen. it's a whole nother it's a whole nother level amen Amen. Amen. because i believe that i believe god wants to show out before he takes us out amen Amen. 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 so god gave to the new creation a legal right to use the name of jesus name which has all authority in heaven on earth which has authority over all the laws of nature, over every demon and his work, over all spiritual forces, as well as material. I mean, it's just crazy, the stuff that I've learned and gotten away with. You've got to have some confidence in your faith, and you've got to have some confidence in your authority to speak to a charging dog. Now, I haven't tried it with a mountain lion, but uh, that's a whole nother level of faith. But, you know, we don't have mountain lions in the Metroplex. But I'm just saying, see, how, how can you just stand your ground and speak to a charging dog? Well, apparently, you've exercised some authority previously. Apparently, you have gained some experience. Apparently, you have come to have confidence in your word. And when I walked up here, that's what the Lord was saying to me. How are they ever going to go, get there if they don't venture out? It's kind of like tithing or, or giving offerings. We say you got to start. Well, same thing here. you got to start. Amen. Amen. And so if somebody's sick, you know, pray for them. The Kenneth Hagans would used to say this. Christians will go to the doctor first. Then they'll go to the next doctor, the next doctor, the next doctor, and if all else fails, they'll pray. He said we ought to get in the habit of praying first.
0: Amen. 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 That's right. Amen.
1: See, and that's my point. You gotta venture out. If you don't venture out, how are you ever gonna know? That's right. And the Lord's got something to prove, I believe, in 2021. He wants He wants his word back in the churches. And so when we venture out there, and how many times have you heard me say this? Whatever level of faith you're willing to operate at, he will meet you there. Amen. And so you got, but you got to venture out. The authority, that authority and that ability belongs to every believer. And I know this creates irritation, but I can't, I can't stop for that. I'm totally aware absolutely totally aware more than you know that I don't deserve any of this I just believe God and that doesn't make me a better person than other people it doesn't make me a better Christian than other people but I believe God and he'll honor his word If somebody will believe him and love him and honor his word, he'll show up. Amen. 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 And every failure in my life has been my failure, and every success in my life has been God. Amen. 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 So he never messed up anything. Anything got messed up, I did it. His, I just read today David said his word is flawless lift both hands up and say father God, father God your, word is your word is flawless see as long as we think there's a flaw in the in the word somewhere we're, we're self-sabotaged Amen. his word is flawless. And and it's it's the seed of Adam. We don't ever want to look in the mirror and take responsibility. Kenneth Copeland, way back in the seventies, I heard Kenneth Copeland way back in the seventies say, ain't nothing and this is true spiritually, but it's also true naturally. He said, Ain't nothing gonna happen in your life until you look in the until you can look in the mirror and say, Sir, you're responsible.
0: Right. Exactly. Amen. Exactly.
1: And think how far off that our culture has drifted.
0: Amen.
1: Because you know, we, now we look in the mirror and say, everybody else is responsible. Right. You know? But we have to take responsibility. The recreated man is supernatural. See, we've been operating in the natural. When the supernatural has been available the whole time. That's right. Amen. Amen. You know, I was just thinking today, we pioneered this church. It took it took a whole year to take in 84,000 dollars. And, and I'm sure when we crossed 100,000 dollars' annual income in 1985, it was like, "Oh man, we are, we are man, we are, we are there." But then there must have come a time we crossed 100,000 in a month. I don't remember. you know, I was busy. I wasn't thinking about it. And then there, then there must have come a time when we crossed a million in a year. But when I was walking down that road in February of 2018 on that cold morning up at Big Cedar, up above the cabin on the lake, and the Lord told me to believe him for $18 million of income a year. Because I wanted to go from like I don't know what it was, 7 to 8. I think I was trying to st- stretch my faith from 7 to 8. He said, no, 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 18. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And you have to understand w- the world I live in, I just pray and I obey. Amen. So I said, okay. And then, then there came a month, and that wasn't even this year. This was last year. We crossed a million dollars in a month. Now, I just need to talk you good folk into it so we can cross a million dollars in a week. Amen. Amen. <laughs> see, we've been, say it out loud, we've been operating in the natural, been in the natural. When, the when the supernatural was available, was available, available. all along. All along. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Amen. Can you see that? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't asked God for enough tell your neighbor, we haven't asked God for enough. And I don't even know that it's a matter of asking, maybe it's just boldly confessing and taking action. Amen. Amen. All the knowledge natural man has came through the, the senses, what we can see, taste, touch, hear, or smell. The new creations in Christ, we have that ability, you know, when you pull your car out in the road, you, hopefully you're using your senses, you know, hopefully you're using your eyeballs, and uh, there's a time to use your senses you're sitting in class and they ask you what is two plus two and if you're at St. Paul's the answer is four and so you know you use your five senses right but to do impossible things you can't use your five senses and to do impossible things you can't walk by sense knowledge you have to walk by revelation knowledge and as new creations in Christ, we have that revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge, my definition is, revelation knowledge is anything in the written word of God and anything the Holy Spirit tells you that is congruent with the written word of God because you, you could hear some crazy word and it doesn't line up with the Bible. We'll just throw it away. That's not God. So men of prayer will rise and take their place in Christ And here is the foundation on which to build a prayer life, the Word of God. Many times theologians have been our enemies, hiding the truth from us instead of revealing the truth of God's Word to us. Again, I I was sitting in my first year in the Master of Divinity degree level at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, and I'd never studied Greek philosophy in my life. And I went home and told my new bride, I said, You know, I'm just astounded. I'm just shocked. I mean, I'd never been taught this stuff in my life. But I said, It is so apparent to me that most of what passes for theology is not theology. Theology, the word theology, etymologically means a word about God. I said, Most of what passes for theology isn't theology, it's Greek philosophy. The omniscience of God, the omnipotence of God, the, uh, the immutability of God, it's all nonsense. Just the other day, I read where God changed his mind. That's not immutable. It wasn't that many weeks ago. I just—I read where God came down to see if something was, the, was so. Well, that's not omniscient. I'm not trying to rock your world, I'm just saying that a lot of what these preachers are being taught doesn't have anything to do with the Bible. They're being taught, they're being taught this, they're being taught that. You know, we've got a young man at, at, at Texas A&M studying to be a CPA, and they're t- t- teaching him at the most conservative public university in Texas that socialism was the basis of the Constitution of the United States. Well, what does that have to do with accounting? Nothing. You see, in other words, he's supposed to be learning how to be a, an accountant, a CPA, but they're teaching him this. And that's the way they've been doing ministerial candidates in Bible schools and seminaries. You go there because you feel the call of God in your life, right? You're ignorant. So, you know, you, you, you go to a school so you can learn more. and then, But they're not teaching you the Bible. They're teaching you all this other stuff. Transcendental meditation, yoga, witchcraft, you know, whatever they're teaching you, but it's not the Bible.
0: Right. 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 Amen.
1: And because it's not the Bible, it's not ever going to help anybody. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it might help them, I don't know, meditate, smoke a joint while they're doing yoga, but, but it's, not, it's not going to help them get a prayer answered. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. They've made a philosophy of the truth and turned the word into dogma and creed when it should have been as though the master were himself speaking to us. Amen. I'm a rare cat. I, I I got I got the schooling, but you know, I was at Miami University and I was supposed to be studying biology and chemistry, and I was studying Dake. Then I go to Central Bible College and I'm supposed to be studying whatever they had me studying. And I was studying more And then I get over here to the seminary. I had to pay attention to Greek and Hebrew because languages are not my thing. But uh, and I I had great grades, but I was basically studying Finney. I read everything Finney wrote while I was supposed to be getting a master of divinity. That's what I've been doing my whole life. And uh, So it somehow grounded me. Does that make sense? Yes. While I'm doing this other stuff, it kept me grounded. And then my father's in the faith. Two or three, four years back, I'm walking around my property and I get past the red barn and the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, he said you've, you've lived this kind of a blessed life because he said, when Kenneth Hagin was alive, you honored him. And because you honored him, you walked in his anointing. And he said, and because you honor him still, you walk in his anointing still. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. See, but, but it's about the word. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't pick a yoga instructor to honor.
0: Right.
1: I didn't pick, uh, like, like Bill Clinton's uh, mentor, uh, the bomber in Chicago heirs that wrote Common Core. A terrorist. Gee, I wonder how come people are jacked up. Well, connections. It's all about connections. And my connections weren't based on somebody's haircut or hairstyle or uh, color. My connections were based on the word of God coming out of somebody's mouth. Amen. That's all I cared about. Amen. First time I heard Fred Price, June of 1988. So and I sat there at the Maybe Center at Oral Roberts University, and you know, we were just like mesmerized. I didn't care what color he was. What does that have to do with anything? That's stupid. Right. I was focused on what was coming out of his mouth, and what was coming out of his mouth was the word like I'd never heard, So the word of God is the key to everything and the word of God coming out of, the word of God believed in our hearts, the word of God coming out of our mouths and the word of God taken action upon is what has the power. Amen. That's what has the power. Amen. And that's why Satan has done such a great job getting it out of the public schools, getting it out of public discourse, getting it out of even the churches because it's what has the power along with the name of Jesus. The first mayor of Arlington liked me. The first mayor, after we pioneered, Green was his name. He's the guy that brought the Washington senators to uh, Arlington. And uh, he liked me. He invited me down to the city council chambers, and I went to one of those cocktail parties, you know, and I, you know, but it wasn't my thing. He was gracious. He was kind, but, you know, that wasn't my thing. But, man, I've never been invited back. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: never been invited to pray and no one has pastored in this city in 2004 when we went to the city with to get the building permit on this facility in 2004 nobody had pastored in this city longer than I had think about it That was what was that 16 years ago yeah. 17 years ago so I, I must be smoking and I'll bet it really irritates the heck out of some people because you know what You'll die before you catch me. Well, I'm just waiting for him to get out of the way so I can be the longest serving pastor in Arlington, Texas. Well, you'll die waiting for that to
0: happen. Amen.
1: But I'm just saying, what's the problem? What's the problem? The name of Jesus and the word of God. That's what has the power. If you want to know what, what, what has the power, just check out what they're worried about. Whatever they're worried about is what has the power. That's right. And what has the power is the name of Jesus and the word of God. And as a new creation in Christ, you have a right to both. Yeah, right. Amen. But again, walking out here, the Lord said, if they don't start, it's like tithing. It's like giving offerings. If you don't start, you'll never, you'll never advance. You have to begin. And I've been mocked for this my whole life. I went with a member of this church way back. We were still meeting in the hotel, and I had a car that I needed to get rid of, and I had a note come and do. That's a long story. I don't want to get into that. So we took it to the auction, and uh, he was a used car dealer. So he, he took me, and he, he ran the car through under his uh, company. And uh, so we're standing there. My car's coming up, and he could see my lips moving. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm speaking to it. And he mocked me and made fun of me, but it brought top dollar and it it moved right on. You know, I I got my money and I was out of there. You know, you make fun of me all day long, but I'm telling you what, man, I I have learned this lesson. I get what I boldly confess and nothing else. Amen. 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 So we have to start. And I don't know what everybody's problem is, so you know, like on that day, I spoke to a car, told it, you know, it needed to find a better home because I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> and uh, somebody might have a problem with that. Well, it's not like cancer. If it hadn't worked that day, I wouldn't have been messed up. I'd have just had to find another way to get rid of that car. So exercise your faith on non fatal stuff, grow your faith on non fatal stuff. So that if something serious ever comes down the road, you'll have faith in your faith. Amen. See, the reason people get caught in the traps of Satan is they don't have faith in their own faith.
0: Right.
1: I face it all the time. I mean, I know I look good, but, you know, I've I walked 49,000 miles uh, I'm 65 years old. I mean, just last week, you know, I'm, I'm lifting weights, and I mean, it felt like somebody drove a rusty spike through my right kneecap. I mean, it was like, it caught my attention. And I just kept doing what I was doing, and I said to myself, well, I'll have to, I'll have to dance over that. And uh, a day or two went by, and, you know, it would come and go, and every time it came, I would say, well, you know, i got to dance over that. And then there came a, a day where it just coincided with me going outside to pray, and I just go outside, I just go outside, start dancing, start laughing, you know. Say you're so silly. You you think you're going to put that on me? You can't put that on me. But see, I didn't I didn't start at that level, and then the pain left. I haven't felt it sense, but I didn't start at that level.
0: Amen.
1: I didn't start at that level. You, but if you don't venture out, Amen. if you don't speak to the little anthill, how are you going to speak to a mountain? Right. Amen. If you don't have the, the courage to speak to a headache, right. Right. how are you going to speak to something serious? Right. Amen. So I'm, I'm challenging you to venture out on the, the things that happen in your life on a day-to-day basis. Yes. And speak to it in the name of Jesus or however you feel prompted to. I, I just do what one of my daddies taught. You know, I just dance and I start laughing at Satan. You know, you don't think you're going to put that on me, do you? When you come to see who you are in Christ, Satan is a, a nuisance. He's a pest. He's like a mole in the yard, but he's not like a grizzly bear. He's just a pest. He's a nuisance. We're not to fear him. Tell your neighbor, we're not to fear Satan. Tell the neighbor on the other side, we're not to fear Satan. We, we ought to be like uh, this story uh, Lester Summerall told me about Smith Wigglesworth. He was in the Orient somewhere preaching back in the days before electricity and he wakes up in the middle of the night and, and the room is just freezing cold and clammy. And you know it takes a couple of minutes in those days. You know he had to find the matches. He had to get the the glass off the globe. He had to strike the match, light the, can- light the lantern, coal oil lantern, put the glass globe back on and he looked and, and, and 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 there, at the foot of his bed, was Lucifer himself. And Smith Wigglesworth said, "Oh, it's only you." Blew out the candle, went back, blew out the uh, lamp, and went back to sleep. And that's faith in God.
0: Amen.
1: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. See, we make we make him too big, and we make God too little. When it's actually the opposite we got a great, great, great big God and an itty-bitty little defeated devil. Amen? So the Word of God in our lives has the same authority as it would have if He were here. How did He operate? He was quoting the Old Testament all the time, and yet preachers today are ashamed of the Old Testament. The only Bible Jesus had was the Old Testament. When we pick up the Bible, it would be good to remember that it is the book with God in it it is the book with life in it. It is the God indwelt book. And the same spoken word in Paul's lips at Ephesus stirred the whole city. Acts 19 20. In this way the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. The word of God spread and grew in power. But you know how the word of God spread and grew in power? It, as it was preached. Amen. As it was preached. And I hope you realize what's happening here it's not just a faith bubble, it's not just a normal bubble, it's becoming a prosperity bubble, it's becoming a bubble of all kinds because the word of God is being preached here and the word of God's not being preached everywhere so this is not normal Amen. Amen. so it was not the written word of God because up to that time the four gospels had not been written, I'm talking about Acts 19 and the epistles Paul had written were not in wide circulation so it was the spoken word, and yet it prevailed over that heathen city. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. And the written word of God today does not prevail in the church because the written word of God today does not, today does not prevail in the church. How is it going to prevail in the city? How is it going to prevail in a heathen city? How is it going to prevail in a heathen culture? Amen. Amen. We read it, we expound upon it, and the people go away and forget it. But in Acts 12, 24, it says the word of God continued to increase and spread. The word of God continued to increase and spread. It was the spoken word in that city. So we should meditate in this living word until it becomes a reality, until it will be as though the master himself stood in the room and spoke to us. Say it out loud. Tell your neighbor the Bible is god speaking to me and the bible Bible. is god speaking to you tell the neighbor on the other side the bible Bible. is god speaking to me and the bible Bible. is god speaking to you it's god speaking when jesus met the disciples on the way to emmaus their testimony was were not our hearts burning within us Well, he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us. We're not our hearts burning within us. You know, Austin and Aaron flew to another city to look at a church building that a friend of mine had built. And this friend asked Austin, said, so what conference does your dad go to? Austin said, none. Well, what does your dad listen to? Well, he listens to Kenneth Hagin. He was amazed. But, you know, I have to have the word. To do what I'm doing and to operate at the level I'm operating at, I got to have the word. Amen. I, can't, I can't go to some conference like Austin did and hear somebody say a half a verse in a sermon will do. That's not going to help me. takes more word than that it takes more than a half a verse to operate at this level Amen. 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 amen so his word should have the same effect today upon our hearts our hearts should burn within us the hush that they felt then should be upon our spirits now and this can only come by meditation we sit in the presence of this of the tremendous realities of his combat against the host of darkness during his substitution of his mighty victory over the host of darkness of his breaking the bonds of death and conquering the enemy that has ruled humanity since the fall. And that is credited to us. We have authority. We have authority. We, we don't even have to permit evil to operate in our midst. Now we don't have authority over evil in Washington. That would be great if we did. But we don't have to allow Satan to operate in our midst. I remember I learned this. I learned this actually by accident, and then weeks later, ran it by Summerall when he came to speak for us. Because back in those days, up at I-30, we had just moved in that building, and it's hard to imagine, but there was no carpet in the building except in the nursery areas. And then, you know, we were just operating little by little, so we put carpet in a room behind the stage, and we would take converts back there and talk to them. And so, you know, there came a Sunday in We gave the altar call, and they take them back there to pray with them and give them a book, and they come and get me. Well, we got a situation, and uh, see, this church is so far along now, that would never happen. They never come and get me, so they come and get me. Well, there was this guy with a demon, and that was back when James Robinson and everybody was teaching everybody to throw up, and you you did deliverance meetings with buckets and towels and all that nonsense. And uh, so this, this man had apparently been to one of these deliverance meetings and he was trying to throw up. And I spoke to him. I said, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I forbid you. You will not throw up on this brand new carpet. Amen. <laughs> and I, but I stumbled into truth by accident because he stopped, <laughs> he stopped, looked up at me, and I, I thought, My God, I have authority over demons. It, it happened literally by accident and then when summer all came a few weeks later I ran this story by him he just howled he thought that was the funniest thing and he, then he taught me he said he said you brother you don't have to let them throw up or do anything you, you don't want them doing in your pre-. he said they cannot do anything in your presence that you do not permit Amen. but he said now when they get outside your presence you don't have authority but in your presence you have authority. Because think about all those demons Jesus dealt with, you know, the the man that cut himself, broke the chains, all that stuff was going on until Jesus showed up. Then it had to stop. And that's the way it ought to be with us. Because we are new creations in Christ Jesus. It is as though we did it. Satan knows he's defeated, See, here's the thing. This is so terrible. Satan knows he's defeated. God knows he's defeated. Jesus knows he's defeated. The Holy Spirit knows he's defeated. The only people that don't know he's defeated are Christian people. It's pitiful. It is pitiful satan knows he's defeated god knows satan's defeated jesus knows satan's defeated the holy spirit knows satan's defeated the only people that don't know satan's defeated is the people of god we need to wake up because satan is defeated jesus made an open show and spectacle of him on Calvary's cross. That's why that's why, you know, I think that's why, I don't know if that's the verse that Dad Hagen would use, but I think that's why he laughed at him, because he was defeated. Amen. Past tense. Completed action. Amen. Defeated. Satan knows he's defeated. All heaven knows Satan's defeated, and yet the church looks upon him like a master. That's why they fell for Fauci. I'm serious. That's why they fell for Fauci. It's amazing to me. See, ignorant folk and fearful folk don't know who they are. And they'll fall for this or they'll fall for that. But when you come into the light, when you come into the knowledge of the word of God, when you come into revelation knowledge, And then the problem also is you have to deal with the scriptures as you come across them. Matthew 6.25. We haven't dealt with it. In fact, we haven't dealt with Matthew 6. But the point is when you you deal with the word as you come across it and you determine in your heart that I'm not ever from this day to my last day going to come across a verse in the revelation of God and reject it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to cope with it. I'm going to make myself submit to it. Then you walk in power. Then you walk in power with God.
0: Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. 3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com Remember to put God first in every area of your life because He loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget we walk by faith, not by sight.